Welcome to the Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin, where to begin, grow, and aspire to become the best stylist you can be. Whether you're thinking about becoming a stylist, opening a salon, or developing your skills as an experienced stylist, the next step of your beauty career starts here. Each week, we'll discuss strategic ways to design, plan, and execute on becoming a stylist that excels behind the chair and above the bottom line. Here's your host, Tracy Franklin. I am so excited to dive into today's episode. In business, I've always thought of the risks I've taken as leaps of faith. Sometimes the word risk can give scary, uncertain, and I believe that's why so many of us stay stuck for so long. A leap of faith feels more like I'm not in this alone and that something bigger goes with me. And that to me just feels more empowering. Right outside of your comfort zone is where our next level of success lives. Just waiting for us to muster up the courage to step outside of the place we've been to get to the place we're going. That is where all the reward lives right on the other side. Regret is kind of tricky for me because I think sometimes we make a decision we wish we wouldn't have made. But I also believe who we become in life is a gathering of all of the choices we have made. And self-love and acceptance comes from living out of those consequences and those choices, the good and the bad, and forgiving ourselves for the ones that are filled with regret. I feel like I've taken a lot of risks, both big and small, but a few that come to mind are opening my first salon. So I was working under a really well-known veteran stylist in my community, and there was a lot of opportunity for me there. And I was actually making incredible money for a first-year stylist. But money isn't everything, and there were a lot of things going on that I just didn't align with. So 15 months into my career, I presented a business plan to my grandma. And she gave me the $12,000 in seed money I needed to get started. God rest her soul. What an incredible woman. Another one would come 12 years later when my husband and I purchased a 5,000 square foot building that I had dreamt of owning for years. I mean, you talk about a leap of faith. The bank account was giving no indication that we were ready for this. But in our hearts, we knew that that building was ours. The previous owner was a good friend of mine, and she agreed to let us pay her directly until we acquired enough credit and resources to purchase it through a bank. She gave us five years, and we were able to do it in three. A big reward came with that risk, and we just celebrated our 10-year anniversary as a company. And lastly would be the risk I'm taking right now. I'm a salon owner, academy owner, educator, content creator, podcast host, and a hairstylist. And as much as I love the craft of creating beautiful hair, I am definitely in a new season. My team, my students, my following, they all need my full attention and working behind the chair is coming to an end for me. In the last 22 years, I have been very fortunate to deeply love my work. And make a good enough living at it to experience some of the best things that life has to offer. And giving that financial security up feels hella risky, but it also feels really right. And the reward of leading my team and my students and helping them achieve their goals, man, the idea of that brings me so much joy. So what does a risk look like for most stylists? I think a typical risk for today's stylists would be raising their prices. 
all these years later, and this still scares stylists so much that their clients will be mad or even leave them that even though it's time, even though they're worth it, they cannot bring themselves to do it. Another one could look like changing salons or going to an independent model where you are essentially running your own small business. Statistics say that a stylist can lose up to 20% of their clientele when changing their location. That client may stay at the salon because they like the vibe or the products that they use, or maybe they like the big salon energy or the location is super convenient. Whatever the reason, you need to account for that 20% loss in your budget. And lastly, I remember this one myself, changing your schedule or cutting back on your hours. I'm going to sound a little old school by saying this, but back in the day, salons were closed on Mondays and every stylist I knew worked on Saturdays. That's just the way it was. And I did it for years. And then my life changed and I became a single mom and I was tired of missing things. I was tired of missing games and dance rehearsals and Saturday morning snuggles. I was just no longer willing to sacrifice. So I worked four 10-hour days and took Saturdays off. The later evenings made it possible for me to get those Saturday clients in during the week. So I did that for a while and then I quickly realized that was also not working. That left my two kids at that time, 13 and 14, to fend for themselves until I got home at 7 or 8 p.m. with takeout in my hand and only a few minutes to catch up before showers in bed. I was exhausted. So I cut back to two evenings a week and clients left and that had to be okay. We have to protect our time and our energy for what matters most. No regrets for choosing my kids. So for stylists to get out of their comfort zone, you know, something has to feel pressing, you know, and sometimes it's money, sometimes they need a raise, and sometimes they just need something to mean more. You know, it's so important that the risks that we take get us out of our comfort zone in a meaningful way. Nothing will give you that push you need if it doesn't mean anything, if it doesn't inspire you. For me, that was getting into the extension business. It did feel risky. The certification was a couple thousand dollars, but I did think it would be worth it. At first, I was self-motivated. I wanted to wear them. So I figured, hey, I'll learn how to do them. And then I realized how lucrative it was and money became a big motivator too. But once I started offering the service, I also became aware of something else that was motivating. And that was giving women their confidence back. Creating beautiful colors and flattering cuts for my clients was what I lived for. But being able to give someone their dream hair, well, that y'all, that hits differently. And I was addicted. If you've never had long, thick hair, then experiencing that for the first time can be emotional. Illness, hormones, and aging, it all takes its toll on the hair. And being able to give that back to someone is definitely rewarding. So I'm going to sound like a huge advocate for commission salons, and really I am. When it comes to a young, inexperienced stylist, I do not believe another business model suits your needs more than a commission salon with an apprenticeship program. A lot of students graduate and feel ready for the salon floor, but there's a big difference between the student salon floor and the real salon floor. And I caution new graduates, do not be in a hurry. There is still a lot of learning and your investment and your time will pay off if you're dedicated to learning all you can from your mentors. Y'all, the way has already been paved. The wheel has already been invented. So just go in and soak it up. A huge regret that I had as a younger stylist was not giving proper notice. 
I couldn't bring myself to tell my boss that I was leaving, so I snuck around and made plans behind their back. It felt cringy then, and it still feels cringy now. This person had invested a lot in me, and that is just not who I am. I take pride in having integrity and being open and honest with others, and it still bothers me to this day that I wasn't. And as a salon owner, I've experienced that from the other side, and now I have even more respect than ever for that boss of mine back then. They've forgiven me since then and even congratulated me on my recent success. I just think that is so cool. Can you balance risk and reward? I mean, balance is tricky, but it is available to you if you choose it. I work a lot, like a lot, a lot, but that's my choice. My children are grown and I am still desperately in love with my work, especially since opening the academy. At times it does feel overwhelming and I have to create more white space in my calendar, but I'm very intuitive to my needs because I choose to be. I don't ignore the voice that asks me to rest. And that is where I find the balance. So what is a good risk that I encourage stylists to make? Well, I think a risk is always worth taking if that means investing in yourself. Investing in education, growing and learning is never over. So continued education should always be reflected in all of your decisions. So you need to choose a salon that values learning and is willing to create that for all members of the team. Or you need to make sure you're creating a budget that always allows for new skill sets. So there are some risks out there that are harder than others and may not be the right fit for every stylist. It's funny how something that started as something risky in hindsight is something you can't picture your life without. And that risk for me is hiring a coach. Now, this will not make sense for everyone, but it's also not only for salon owners and managers. Coaching programs come in all shapes and sizes, and if you need fresh ideas or someone to bounce ideas off of, and more importantly, accountability. If you need accountability, then I urge you to find a program that fits your needs and your budget. I personally don't go more than a year at a time without participating in some sort of program. I'll admit, if I'm left to my own devices, I will procrastinate till the very end. I need the organization and I need the accountability that a coach offers. Regret is human, but we can take our regrets and our mistakes as stylists and see them as learning opportunities if we choose to. We won't always make decisions that we're proud of, but we have to learn our lessons, be thankful for them and move past them. If you're feeling disappointed or stuck where you are, then it's definitely time. It's probably way past time to get risky and take that leap of faith. You will never regret investing in yourself. The reward is looking back at your comfort zone, proud as hell of yourself and living your best life. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin. If you enjoyed listening and you want to hear more, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. The Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin is a Morgan Franklin production. Today's episode was written and produced by Morgan Franklin. Editing and post-production by Mike Franklin. Want to find out more about Tracy and the Aspiring Barber and Beauty Academy? Go to AspireBarberAndBeauty.com.